Welcome to Stonebridge Online. Just before we start the service, here are some announcements and things to know. During this time of worshiping virtually, it's important to continue contributing to the ongoing ministry of Stonebridge. Here are the ways you can give. You can give online through our website at stonebridgecme.com, click on online giving. You can give through your bank's bill pay option, or you can give by mail. If you'd like business reply offering envelopes sent to you, please contact the church office. Our Board of Deacons not only helps the needy in our community through monthly donations to the Samaritan Center, Sarah's House, and Action, they also provide confidential support, encouragement, and assistance to members of our church family. You're invited to support the caring work of our deacons by making a special offering on the first weekend of every month. Stonebridge has a job opening for a student and family ministries director. This is a part-time position, and the job description and employment application can be found online on our website. Please share with others to help spread the word. If you have a hurt, habit, or hang-up that's keeping you from a joyful and productive life, maybe Stonebridge Christian Recovery is for you. Meetings are now online every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Send an email to Barbara Waite to get registered. Lastly, we would love to know that you're participating in worship. Continue to share your news, prayers, and praises by emailing prayers at stonebridgecme.com. Or if you're following along in version, please take the time to fill out the e-connection card. You are an important part of Stonebridge's community of faith. Once again, welcome to worship. Hello, and welcome to Stonebridge Online Worship. My name is Stephanie Leedy, Director of Children's and Family Ministries. I'm so excited to kick off a new series this month in children's ministry titled Indescribable. We'll be learning that there's no limit to God's imagination. And we'll be talking all month long about how he created each one of us to be creative, to work with others, and to share his story. Because when we create, we reflect the image of God to the world around us. Today in worship, Pastor Jonathan is going to be challenging each one of us to consider the limitlessness of God's imagination. So I thought it was appropriate to begin this week's worship with words from 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. No eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. Again, welcome to worship. Hey, everybody. It's great to worship with you. Let's have a word of prayer together. Father God, we thank you, Lord, for this day, Lord, for this moment in time. God, I pray that you would uh, move in our hearts, that we might worship you and in spirit and in truth, that you might be glorified by it, Lord, that you might use this time to prepare us, Lord, for what you have for us to do, Lord, that we might uh, serve you, especially during this time, Lord, when there are a lot of uh, people who are hurting and frightened out there, God, I pray that you would um, open our eyes to see the opportunities that are in front of us, the opportunities to, uh, to love people, to encourage people, uh, to be a light in this dark world. Um, we give you thanks, Father, for your blessings and your love. In Jesus' name, amen.
tenderness he sought me weary and sick with sin and on his shoulders brought me back to his fold again while angels
spoke a word you were singing over me you have been so so good to me before i took a breath you breathed your life in me been so so good to me
don't preach There is suffering too terrible to name You hold your child as tight as you can And push away the unimaginable The moments that you feel so deep Feels easier to just swim down And so they move uptown Right now, there is a lot of upsetting news. Do I even need to give examples? There is a lot of upsetting news. Like a sinister cloud, COVID-19 is affecting everything. Oh, but wait, there is some good news. In the beginning of July, Disney Plus released the sensational Broadway hit musical, Hamilton. One of my family's COVID disappointments was that we had tickets to Hamilton at the Hollywood Pantages. And then, like so many other things, it was canceled. My wife and I were disappointed, 
because having seen it, we wanted to share it with our kids. And then it was canceled. But then a year ahead of schedule, Disney Plus released Hamilton. And so last month while we were on vacation, we watched Hamilton together as a family. And if you haven't seen it, see it. And if you don't have Disney Plus, find a friend who does and invade their quarantine bubble. So let me tell you what happened. Mind you, it was my second time seeing it and I'm already very familiar with the music, but this time for me, it's not on stage, it's on TV. And the second act, the drama begins to build and the music is moved into a song called It's Quiet Uptown, which has the reprise that in a very beautiful way returns to variations of the phrase, they are trying to live with the unimaginable. I cried. I'm not ashamed to say it. I cry every time I hear it. And I am in no way spoiling anything by sharing that the song comes just after Hamilton and his wife have lost their son. And they are mourning. If you are a parent, can you imagine the pain of losing a child? It's unimaginable. And I say that knowing and having known parents who have lost a child. Let me quote the lyrics from the song. These are the moments that words don't reach. There is suffering too terrible to name. You hold your child as tight as you can and push away the unimaginable. The moments when you're in so deep, it feels easier just to swim down. The Hamiltons move uptown and learn to live with the unimaginable. Look the song up online. In fact, I've included it in this week's version notes so that you can access it easily. The song is beautiful. The song is powerful. Now, why am I saying all of this? Because we are living in the unimaginable right now. In 1995, 25 years ago, a pandemic wasn't completely unimaginable to Hollywood because they made the movie Outreach. But when I saw it, I thought it was science fiction, not a documentary. Am I right? We are living with the unimaginable, an unimaginable pandemic that has brought with it a lot of pain and a lot of lament. In our own ways, we are mourning personal losses. Some of us have actually lost loved ones. Others of us have lost our jobs. And if we're blessed to be working, then we're mourning how our jobs have changed in this season. And and schools don't even wanna talk about it, right? We are mourning what school was for our nation and we are lamenting and anxious about what schools are going to become. And what, just going shopping isn't what it used to be. It's unimaginable. But let me encourage you, our present and future is not without hope. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20 reads, Now unto God, who is able to do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. Friends, in the best of ways, in the best of ways, God is in the business of the unimaginable. Let me do an exercise with you. 
uh, an exercise to try to stretch our minds to the very limits of our imagination. Nearly impossible. Um, so this is how I do it. Imagine in your mind's eye uh, that you're in the room. Uh, you're watching this on a screen in your living room, or maybe you're at a desk with a computer. Now imagine you're busting out of that room, and you know we've seen these types of things on videos or on on the internet, pull away. You, you see the house or building that you're in. Keep pulling away. You, you see our county, Ventura. You, you, you see, see California. Keep pulling away. Now you see the United States. Keep pulling away. Now you begin to see the horizons of our planet Earth. Keep pulling away. Uh, now we're, we're soaring off into space, and, and there's the moon. And keep pulling away. And, right? and now we are looking at our solar system. Keep pulling away. Now beyond our solar system, we see the galaxy, the Milky Way, we keep pulling away. How far can our imaginations go? Keep pulling away, keep pulling away. The outer reaches of space, keep going. What is it that you see in your mind's eye? At what point does your imagination just stop? Our imaginations are limited. We can't imagine all of that. At some point, when we think about anything, our imaginations have limits and it stops. But God is in the business of the unimaginable. Now, to underscore this point, uh, allow me to suggest a few examples. My first example is creation. Did you know that biblical theology and science do not necessarily conflict? What scientists call the Big Bang, the Bible describes as God breathing, God exhaling, or God speaking, and, and God speaks all of time, all of space, and all of matter into existence. After all, something can't come from nothing, however unimaginable that seems. But lately, I've been most fascinated with the complexity of creation, the miracle of how life itself is sustained on Earth. Did you know that if the earth was any closer to the sun, that all of life would wither and die? And did you know if the earth was any farther away from the sun, all of life would freeze to death? Likewise, did you know that without the moon and the moon's effects on the ocean's tides, that there would be no life on earth? The miracle and complexity and, and the finely tuned nature of all of creation. How is it that a strand of DNA holds all of the information? How is it that a strand of DNA holds all the blueprints to generate a human body? And how is it that a strand of DNA can differentiate between a female and a male? How is it that a strand of DNA holds all the information and all the blueprints for a platypus? It's amazing. It's seemingly impossible. It's unimaginable. But that's not all. God is in the business of the unimaginable. Allow me to suggest another example. The Bible tells the history of God's people who had been slaves in Egypt for 210 years. Unto themselves, the enslaved Hebrews were powerless to change their circumstances. Powerless to change their circumstances. Have you ever felt like that? 
For them, freedom was unattainable, and therefore freedom was unimaginable. In fact, so unimaginable that Moses was as concerned about convincing the Hebrew leadership about their inevitable freedom as he was about convincing Pharaoh of their inevitable freedom. It's by God's miraculous power that the terrible bondage of slavery was shattered. What was unimaginable to the Hebrew slaves was not in any way unimaginable to God. God is in the business of the unimaginable. Allow me to suggest one last example. The resurrection of Jesus of Nazareth. Hello? No one ever imagined that a dead person could physically come back to life, and certainly not for eternity. Spiritually speaking, humanity, having disobeyed God in the beginning, was in spiritual peril. Slaves to sin, spiritually imprisoned, the consequences of which is death, existential dread, dead end, doomed. And although there'd been divine foreshadowing inherent within the stories like the one I just told regarding the Passover and the freedom from Egyptian slavery, and although there had been divine foreshadowing inherent within the Jewish sacrificial system itself, which, by the way, is inherent to so many other world religions. No one imagined that the final cure would be not just the deadly sacrifice of the man Jesus, but also the physical resurrection. In the scope of human history, it's unimaginable, and it requires perhaps a lifetime of contemplation and study to fully comprehend. Some people don't believe in Jesus's physical resurrection. Do you know why? Because it's so unimaginable. To that, I would respond, if it is true, then it's a game changer. And the only way to determine whether it's true or not is to study the evidence. And so again, in new version, I've included several links that uh, reveal some of the evidence and argue for Jesus's physical resurrection. For now, it's enough to say that God is in the business of the unimaginable. It's because God is in the business of the unimaginable that number two, we have unimaginable hope. We have unimaginable hope. 9-11 psychologically shattered me. And I know it's something different for everyone and I know it's something different for every generation. For my dad's generation, it was perhaps the Great Depression or certainly the bombing of Pearl Harbor, a turning point in history. For others, it was when John F. Kennedy was shot or Martin Luther King Jr. for that matter. But for me, it was 9-11. For me, it was beyond comprehension that anyone would fly passenger planes full of innocent people into skyscrapers. Skyscrapers that were full of even more innocent people. Horrifying, unimaginable. Where was God in that? I was sick and I was watching documentaries on the 10 year anniversary remembrance. And many of the documentaries marveled at the bravery of the firemen and the first responders. 
As New York's victims were running away, the firemen, the police officers, the first responders were selflessly running towards the terror. They were selflessly running towards the chaos for the sake of others. And I was reminded of the divine truth of Mr. Rogers, who was himself a Presbyterian pastor and encouraged children and adults alike with the words, when I was a boy and I would see scary things on the news, my mother would say to me, look for the helpers. You will always find people who are willing to help. And it's true. It's unimaginable to me that God would, according to his power that is at work within us, provide hope in the midst of the darkest times through our selfless caring for one another. So what this means is, according to today's scripture, we can have hope in the best of humanity. <laughs> I know, it's unimaginable, right? But let's look at it again. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. Now unto God, who is able to do immeasurably more than we can imagine, according to his power at work within us. We can have unimaginable hope, not only because of God's resurrection power, but because of God's resurrection power that is at work within each of us. So let me conclude with this. We're living in an unimaginable period in history, but we need not despair because God's infinite imagination outstretches our finite situation. Where we see prison doors, God sets captives free. Not only that, but by the power inherent within the resurrection, and the presence of the Holy Spirit alive within us, we have the honor of being God's contagious carriers of hope. So if serving the Lord seems desirable to you, then choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve. Will you serve the gods of discouragement, fear, and discord, or will you serve the Lord of unimaginable hope. Let's pray. Loving God, um, I feel it is so valuable for us to first just acknowledge that we are living through a pandemic and we are living through circumstances that we could have never imagined for ourselves. And so remind us to be gracious with ourselves and be gracious with one another during this time. And Lord, we pray that you would reveal yourself to us in the midst of what is so dark for us. Lord, that we would see your light. And not only would we see your light and be given hope because of it, but that your light would transform our lives and our hearts in such a way that indeed, by the power and presence of your Holy Spirit, at work within us, we can be beacons of hope to those around us. We pray in your son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen.
walking around these halls I thought by now they'd fall But you have never failed me Waiting for change to come Knowing the battle's won For you have never failed me yet Your promise still stands Great is your faithfulness Your faithfulness Still in your hands This is my confidence You never fail me yeah. I know the night has come to pass My heart will sing your praise again Jesus, you're still enough Keep me within your love My heart will sing your Again. 
Thank you for worshiping online with Stonebridge Community Church. And now receive the blessing. God is reconciling the world to himself through Christ. Therefore, as though he were making his appeal through us, let us depart from worship today as Christ's ambassadors of unimaginable hope. Go in peace.